0: Hi everybody, I'm Peter Travers. Welcome to Popcorn where we tell you what is popping in the culture and in the movies and everything. And luckily my guest today, Bob Odenkirk, he's just popping everywhere. The man can't stop. He's he's got a movie in April, uh Better Call Saul is back. Look at you. Look at me go. Look at you go. <laughs> do you have a life? Oh, I do. Have really a life. do you have a life? I got a great
1: dog named Olive. Really?
0: uh, What kind is she?
1: She's a mix between a Staff Terrier and a German Shepherd and and maybe a Corgi, I guess. It's a big old mix.
0: (laughs) That's great. It's a mess, but she's a beauty. I love that you went to the love of your dog first. Yeah, well, come on. My
1: kids are teenagers, and I love them very much, Mm -hmm. but they got lives to lead <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that dog exactly. has only <laughs> that's the way it works it's really true I didn't know because your movie in Girlfriend's Day you're a, a greeting card writer yes something I, am. I really haven't seen but there are no cards for your dogs are there? you know we create a
1: business you know, it should be an edible
0: card <laughs> of course Which, otherwise they'd be very uninteresting. yeah
1: yeah it. something with uh, nutrition in it for the dog I I I would be buying my dog a card pretty regularly. I love her so much.
0: But this movie, it breaks a lot of rules. It's like what? Just over an hour?
1: Yeah, it's like uh, old noir films were in the 40s. -hmm. Some of them were 65 minutes, quite a few of them, because they were B-movies and they were meant to play on a double bill mm-hmm. so that they kept them shorter so that, that you could play two and, and, and then run it again all day in the theaters.
0: And because, yeah. But it, because it's on Netflix, too. They, they don't it,
1: care how long it is. They they, they, you can cut it to 48 minutes. Whatever you wanted
0: to make it, that's what we could make it. Comedy, which Girlfriend's Day definitely has. It has yeah. film noir, it yeah. has this. For me, and I don't know if it's true with you, I heard that you're a major Monty Python. Oh think, yeah, which yeah. Is what Monty I
1: Python really started me off in sketch comedy. And yeah. to
0: me, I could watch a comedy that I love over and over. Me too. Even though I know that the what the joke is, mm-hmm. I laugh more.
1: Yeah. at At the more Can't wait I see, to see it, yeah. right.
0: That is really a strange thing, but it's true.
1: Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of great little gems, funny lines, and moments in girlfriend's day that is the reason why like i said it's the reason i made it after all these years i got the script 15 years ago uh and then we proceeded to rewrite and work on it but
0: these were your mr show mr um, Mr. show
1: guys eric hoffman from mr show (laughs) wrote the first draft and um and you you just it's one of those things where you sit down to write and maybe you have a new project or you have something that's socially relevant or something and then you go, but what about that stupid little movie where I'm a greeting card writer? And remember that one line, what happened to Taft? And then the other guy says, our nation's fattest president. And then the other guy goes, no, it, it, it makes <laughs> you smile. And you, it's just, uh, yeah, I, that's why I wrote it because I kept returning to it. And I think as a viewer, if it strikes you funny, my sister-in-law, In Tucson, you know, this is not uh, the most cutting edge uh, hipster in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, a mom with three boys in college now. She watched it the other night, and I was concerned. She said, we laughed so hard. I can't wait to see it again. So, yeah.
0: So So you have to worry about your family seeing the things. I read somewhere about your mom. Your mom's never seen you. No, she's never seen me.
1: Yeah. No, my mom is very religious, Catholic, mm-hmm. and uh, she doesn't see the value in um, in art, really, uh, if it doesn't have Jesus on it. Um, well,
0: you could. Yeah, she's very that
1: utilitarian in. Uh, in her approach towards life. <laughs> I don't know if you know anyone like that, but uh, she doesn't have any use for movies or TV. None. It's not helping anyone get anywhere or save their soul.
0: Wouldn't so, help me at my job. I uh, love,
1: look. I look. I think there's ve- great value in what we do. Even a frivolous movie like Girlfriend's Day is a is an entertainment. It can make people smile and laugh, take them out of their moment. So I see the value in it, obviously. But while it it's doing that,
0: while, while it's referencing film noir, mm. the thing that got me when I was starting to watch it, when mm. I saw Stacy Keach, was yeah. I'm seeing John Huston in Chinatown. I know, right? So well, I'm listen, going...
1: I love Chinatown it's like so it.
0: much. And it's everywhere,
1: right? Yeah. Peter, yeah. in this movie... Punch, Chinatown. And then he goes, <laughs> you know, unconscious, mm-hmm. like uh, in the... The orange fields uh, in Chinatown. Yeah, remember mm-hmm. and uh, the orange grove and uh, yes, the scene where Stacy is eating liver and beets and talking to me about just write the card. <laughs> just, just, just find, find, the, find girl. the girl. Yeah, right. Just, it's just, just a complete uh, homage, rip off of of Chinatown. I love Chinatown so
0: much. Uh, it's my favorite movie I would say. That's How many kinda, times
1: have you watched it?
0: Oh, endlessly. Yeah. Again, not a comedy except when it's funny, it's really Yeah. Fun. yeah. It just gets you on all of those levels. Knows but it, fell out. it fits the yeah. Trump uh, administration as well as it did Watergate when it came out. Amazing, you right? Know, even though it's set in the 30s. I
1: probably watched that movie 40 times. Mm. Yeah. 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 And it's
0: I Maybe. watched it last week. One of the great scripts ever written for anything. Yeah. And yet, you don't have to know China Down to watch Girlfriend's Day.
1: No, but if you do, mm-hmm. if you know it as well as you do, you do, you know what we I do, doing. and then I go, it's you know. It's everywhere yeah. in, in our little movie.
0: Yeah. The movies that you've done, you know, and Better Call Saul, we see violence come into it. Yeah. And here I'm thinking... Well, he's a greeting card guy. You know? yeah. I'm not going to see any of this. You know? yeah. he, what did you say? You're writing romantic greeting cards, but you don't take your work home? Yeah, you yeah. Know? He never, this
1: never took, <laughs> brought your work home with you.
0: This yeah. guy, and he's also got writer's block. He can't do yeah. it anymore. Yeah, yeah. And they, there's a whole set up, but I don't know anything about greeting cards yeah. or greeting card writers. Well, who, people they write them? They do. There are, are they still people out there doing in the world. It? Did you hang two, out with a bunch of them?
1: Two awards shows. Mm hmm.
0: For greeting two awards shows
1: for greeting cards? Two awards, uh, events. Event. Mm-hmm. Where they give out awards. I wonder what wins. Well, you know, they have a top Valentine's Day card. They have a top Christmas card. They have best card of the year. I mean, yeah. They, they, this is a real industry, and I've never attended. I don't know any greeting card writers, but my director, Michael Paul Stevenson, who directed two really cool documentaries. Best that, Worst Movie. Best Worst mm-hmm. Movie. Yeah. And uh, American Scream. <laughs> yes, American Scream uh, is a great documentary about haunted houses in uh, a, a town around Boston uh, and competing haunted houses. It's great. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Michael Stevenson actually did some research. He went to a factory where they print cards and went to an office where they, uh, you know, they pub- publish the cards where they choose which ones and stuff. But I, I, I to me, it's all look. The thing you have to remember is every industry takes itself seriously. Everyone Mm -hmm. in their career, you know, so greeting card writers are going to see this and they're going to think, finally, a movie about us. And they're also (laughs) going to think, they got it wrong. That's not what we
0: (laughs) do. No one gets murdered. The greeting card writer Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll say, there's
1: been three murders. Finally, somebody's shedding light (laughs) on this. this.
0: Because that's the whole... The basic plot that's running through there is that the governor of California has decided there needs to be a girlfriend today. Yeah, and but then, then there's these
1: companies gangster. that want the top card. They and want they the wa- card. What yeah. is
0: the card? You know? It's the MacGuffin, right? So have you now become somebody? Do you write your wife cards yourself? I've you-
1: always bought cards, and mm-hmm. then I do something. I draw something, usually the pets, inside them.
0: Or sometimes
1: I draw a picture of the kids inside Oh, see, well, cards. that's that extra. You personalize it yeah. with a drawing. And uh, it's almost as though you made a card, but you didn't. You, you bought a card. So you, you're relying on them for the real artwork, and then you're just backing it up with some handmade stuff.
0: It's a good way to go. How did you find yourself in the place you are now? I mean, really. Yeah. There was no trajectory no, that would there's see. There's no
1: legitimate trajectory to what I've done right here. <laughs> it no. isn't. No, I, mean, I was a comedy writer. Writer, yeah. Love sketch comedy. comedy. Monty Python mm-hmm. was the reason uh, I felt I needed to do that. I blow my And I love it so much. I love it so much. And I still write comedy sketches. Uh, and uh, we did a show for Netflix two years ago, David Cross and I, called With Bob and David, which mm-hmm. is up there on their site now. Um, but how did I get here? You know, listen, honestly, the real the real answer to that is simply a phone call out of the clear blue about nine years ago from Vince Gilligan asking me to play Saul Goodman on Breaking Bad, a show I had not seen up till then. So a call out of the clear blue, would you play this character, no audition needed? Seemed very strange to me because uh, tonally is very different from everything I'd done. You might say the Larry Sanders show was somewhat similar.
0: Well, because of that agent, that guy was... um...
1: And because the level of reality that we played on the Sanders show was comparable somewhat to the more real uh, performance that they did on Breaking Bad versus sketch comedy, which can be very broad and super supremely silly and outrageous in its performance. So I don't know why they picked me... When I asked Vince years later, he said, because of Mr. Show." So I don't see the connection. But if he does, that's fine with me. I'll but, take it.
0: I mean, it's like fate.
1: It's like These people. <laughs> then I show up. It's a, it's a part that's meant to exist for four episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they need it to transmit some information. You know, the character needs to tie some char- other characters together, some plot together. Mm-hmm. And it's a fun character written by Peter Gould, uh, who now runs uh, Better Call Saul. But Peter Gould wrote the first episode that um, Saul Goodman was on, and he can write comedy mixed in with the drama. And um, so I had a great time doing it, but didn't expect anything more out of it except the first few episodes I did. And it just carried on. I think they liked um, the tone that it brought to Breaking Bad, which could be so harsh and Mm -hmm. bleak and and rough and violent. Honestly, I was watching Breaking Bad again a week ago. My wife is watching the whole series again. And it occurred to me that everyone in this whole show is under the threat of death. You know, all the characters. They're all Mm -hmm. fearful for their own death. So it's a pretty hard show, you know. And to bring in this character who's a lawyer, who doesn't have anything at stake, but is trying to kind of skim off the top and kind of being funny the whole time, I get why it had a value... To that show but for it to carry on into its own show and to, to enrich the character the way Vincent and Peter have and, and build him out and make him you know three-dimensional,
0: could never see that coming, man. The whole concept of who Saul is, the Jewish lawyer who's Irish, yeah, you know yeah who's, who's Jimmy McGill yeah. who's, who's not what he seems, but yeah. who, as you play him is somebody that wants to make a difference.
1: Yeah, wants to be good, wants to do the right thing. And he gets that beaten out of him (laughs) over the course of a few seasons, yeah. It's a wonderful role, and uh, the way they made him sympathetic and yet somehow marry up with the character we met in Breaking Bad, because he does. You can see that performance that the character does, you can see the energy, you can see the, the mind at work, all the things we saw, and saw in Saul Goodman and Breaking Bad, you can see it in Jimmy McGill, and, and yet so much more.
0: Now, season three coming up. Yes. What do you do? What? What can I hear? That well, he, uh, he becomes. Gus spring is back.
1: Because spring is back, and other characters as well from the Breaking Bad universe are coming back.
0: Can you spill well, some beans?
1: Well, I, I can't spill beans. People oh, who would on. be around. What happens Gus? to you? People who would be.
0: Interacting with Gus, you know, it's a hit show. Bob. So, so think about that. I, I am, and it, it's going to catch up to itself. It's going to catch up. It is going to catch breaking up to,
1: and that's why when I open the scripts this season and I see more characters from that world, and I think, isn't he dead? No, he's not dead. dead. It's before <laughs> breaking. It's <laughs> before anything and, can and, happen. And, uh, so yes, anything can happen. Anyone can appear, and more people will be appearing. More characters. Uh, Gus Fring being the biggest, uh, you know, sort of presence from Breaking Bad, but more than that. And it's so exciting because you, I, I, I think back on reading the pages because I actually haven't seen the shooting because my character is not always interacting with that other story of Mike and, mm-hmm. Ta- and Nacho mm-hmm. and, and Gus and that world. Um, so I I can't wait to see it myself.
0: All right. Well, you haven't been on this show before, so you don't know we always end in song. I don't know if you're amazed. Oh a man. Geez. we do.
1: I can't sing at all, exactly. but it I be love great. to sing.
0: That would be the best. I
1: love to make people listen to me sing.
0: That's well. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Well, what are we gonna sing? I don't man? know. Whatever you whatever comes oh, to geez. your mind. Oh jeez. Really? Yes. Uh, it just has to come because therefore you didn't know.
1: So you what, what am prepare. I gonna sing? Um, no, I want to mm-hmm. wreck a Frank Sinatra song.
0: Really? What what? Pick something.
1: Help me out. Well,
0: uh, when Denzel Washington was here, he sang uh, All the Way. My Frank, you want to prove that you can do it better?
1: Can you give me a, some of the lyrics and I'll. I'll when I'll somebody loves okay. you. Okay, when somebody loves you, it's no good unless.
0: Um, let's say she, she loves you. you. They. It sounds very uh, orgy like. Uh, you know? <laughs> I don't know. They, uh, yeah. they love you? Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. When? Please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know,
1: you got a singer here. You do. I'm
0: sorry. I'm I'm staying out of it now. (laughs) Yeah, here it is.
1: When, 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 when. (laughs) 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 When, when. See, it all, how you start is what matters. You got to get the first note, and then you're set. You're okay. You can't go wrong. When somebody loves you, it's no good unless she loves you all the way (laughs) and I'm gonna love you (laughs) always gonna love you all the way I'm holding that (laughs) note Adele try it Adele try that note it's patented to me she should give that Grammy back you gotta pay me if you use that note Adele
0: It was beautiful. All right, thank you. It was beautiful. Thank you so much. There should be a greeting card about it. Uh, Thank you, sir. (laughs)